Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. And what a show we have for you as we head on into full steam. We're halfway there to the NFL second round of the playoffs weekend. And I, for one, am hyped. So we got some basketball as well. This is going to be a great show. Keep it locked right here for the next three hours on Fox Sports Radio. I'm waiting for the bell. The iHeartRadio app or Sirius XM Channel 83. I However, thought it was short you order cook now with all those bells going off. <laughs> Egg sunny side up. <laughs> Look who's back, L.A. It's Mr. Rob Parker. What's Rob up? Rob Parker. That's the eagle right. has landed. The eagle has landed uh, back in Los Angeles. And, uh, Chris, I was very proud of myself because I smuggled some hot dogs from New York. I had a glizzy in my mouth. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, Sabret. What do they call it? Sabret. Sabret. Sabret, yeah. Those are the best hot dogs. Those are the ones they sell on the Whatever. street, Chris. <gasps> And those are the ones in the natural casing, so when you bite them, they snap. Oh, wow. Right in your mouth, they snap. Really? They are so good. Oh, my gosh. And so I smuggled in a couple of packs from New York. I was so thrilled and excited. They got there unscathed, undamaged in my uh, suitcase. Enjoy. um, Enjoy your glizzies. I'm going to have (laughs) I'm going to have a couple during the show, Chris, before, you know, middle of the show snack. Maybe in an hour or so. So yes, I think I've had those. They're New York. Yes, thing, you have. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, New York. My You've had those. New York with the red onion. Your wife is from yeah. uh, Jamaica, Queens, like me. Yes. I mean, yes. come on. I got. I haven't been blown away, Rob. I mean, I think really. What hot dogs I mean, did you eat in Baton Rouge or I'm wherever? Big, look, at, at back in the day when we would grill, it was Ballpark Franks. And, are, and if you cook them right, if you grill them right, they're good. But, you know, sometimes my mom, and I, you, I wonder if yours did this, Rob. Sometimes well, my mom would boil hot dogs. Yes. And, oh, um, no, 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 no. What, kids eat boil hot like, dogs? I know, I, yes. I, I know. We had to. I didn't have a choice. No, this but is I how you like eat them. the the sabrettes like are boiled, yes. Oh, I'm going to boil those during the no, show. Only hot dogs I really dig are ones that are grilled. Really? Wow. Are, yes, yes. I, so I consider I'm myself a hot dog connoisseur. I love a good hot dog. It's hard to find a good hot dog, but uh, Sabrettes, I'm in heaven, okay, and I'm good. I'm going to stop talking about I'm it. I was right. always a hamburger guy. Were but, you? Uh, but anyway, yes. What we is got today? The, it's a Wednesday, right? I don't it's know a worship Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. yes. And uh, we got the Odd Couple crew. DJ Alex Tyshirt yet again joining us hey, on the hey, ones Alex, and the twos. I saw that Kentucky Fried Chicken has fake chicken now, and I just yeah, I, I saw that. I, oh Alex, God, are you dude, into I that? can't do it. 
I can't. I do could it. do it. I could do it. I haven't tried yet, but I could do it. So Poor I'll give Kirk. you insight. I've heard uh, great things about the product. I've heard people said it's extremely well, and if it saves some uh, really? chickens' lives to go to college, I'm all for it. Well, listen. Re- oh, so you're co-signing this? that, Alex? I'm with it. You're co-signing it, but now they're fried and battered. I imagine. See, that's the only thing that does suck. Is like, yeah, it's still fried, but it's it's another alternative. They're better for you though than regular chicken right i don't know if i'll use that statement really you wouldn't even say that um i would say like it's a better replacement for your digestive you know so you don't eat meat all the time but i don't know if i'd say it's healthier but it's a better choice i guess uh, this is it i'm not gonna make a long story i don't understand just eat it in its natural form why do you have to trick yourself because if you want to be eating chicken or a hamburger or it's got to be be shaped like like the real stuff why don't you just eat plants and leave it at that and stop eating fake chicken and fake hamburgers well, I can tell and fake you why, breakfast sausage. See, I'm cool with that because I'm, I'm going to let y'all in on the little I, I won't go. I'm not going full vegan at all, but I'm going to I'm, – I'm definitely up in the plant-based – the ratio of plant-based diet to meat. I'm definitely up Chris in that. Chris doesn't know how it goes because when he had those cookies – he still ate 40 of the plant-based cookies thinking, thinking yeah, that it did that. I did. <laughs> I was eating faux nuts. Right. Like, you were oh, like, what? Oh, yeah, these are good. It's great for you. It's good for you. No, not, but, not but 40, I, I'm Chris. seriously going to do that. But, Rob, it's simple. I mean, plant-based generally is healthier. And I'm not, like, making any type of political statement. But if I can eat donuts that are plant-based... If I can eat a hamburger that's plant-based, that's better for me, or at least not as bad for me, why not? All right. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, you old school. You older school than me. You know, you the, you're the generation before me. I get it. Yeah, you're okay. that generation, <laughs> generation before, before, me, before so. you. Okay. Kid. <laughs> Dynamite! All, All right. right. We got super producer Rob G in full effect. And on the updates, our man David Gascon the second. Rob, for those of us that and I'm not a champion of Mike McCarthy. All right, I'm not. Tr- he's not Bill. I'm not painting him like he's Bill Walsh or anything like that. I just said I don't think they need to fire him. I think give him another year. Let's see what they do next year. Um, but Are people for trashing those you that for saying that, that. Well, no, but for those of us that kind of defended him or said, "No, nah, don't fire him," I don't know if today was the best day because Mike McCarthy spoke uh, to the media. And actually said his players were nervous going into that game. Here he is. I thought we were nervous to start the game. Uh, felt it in the locker room at the team prayer. But I thought we fought through that okay. Let me take the word nervous back. I mean, it was, it was a little angst, okay, which I, I think just like anything. I mean, it's just, I mean, they were excited. They had a great week of practice. I thought the pregame was good. But, you know, I just think that maybe it was the first time we were doing this as a whole. They were a little cleaner than we were at the beginning of the game. That's just, that's just the facts. I, look, Rob, and I'm going to be quick because I know you want to pounce. No, I assume I just, you, I assume I you want to pounce. I threw up my fake chicken in my mouth, okay, from KFC. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. He knows how bad it sounded to say they're nervous, and he's clearly searching. He's searching for an excuse for why they came out slow. Maybe they were, instead of nervous, they were unprepared. Yep. Maybe instead of nervous, San Francisco just outplayed them early. You know, whatever you – I just can't believe it's nervousness for these guys, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. They've been in the playoffs before, several other players. They got a lot of veterans on that team. Come on, nervous, but he made they beat it Seattle, worse, Rob. They, they won a playoff game, Chris, Russell not Wilson 20 years ago. Right. right. 
he made it worse when he said, no, it was angst. Because here's the definition of angst. A feeling of deep anxiety or dread. That's kind of like fear almost. Typically an unfocused one about the human condition or the state of the world in general. So I don't know if I get right. bad uh, Italian food, then it would be called agita. You know what I mean? Okay. Nothing, uh, Alex. But anyway, a- agita. Uh, I, I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> you said but angst. Well, I, I said I agita. Think angst. Angst. I think angst is worse than nervousness. No, but but I think he knew he had to take the word nervous because it just sounds kind of like. He should have went somewhere other than that. Yeah, like, oh, what did I say? Uh-oh, I saw eyebrows raised right, from the right, reporters. Right. You know, where, where or somebody might have. Uh, he saw a headline coming. <laughs> yeah, or, or somebody, Chris, you know, couldn't help it and they started salivating, you know, like right, out the right. side of their mouth. And he was like, oh, my God, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> they took their computer out immediately and right. writing. Um, no, go ahead. I mean, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I think you're right. It's a, it's searching for something rather than just saying you got your butts kicked at home. You. you weren't prepared. You know, it was embarrassing to me that we, we, we won all these games during the regular season. You know, we thought we had all the pieces in place and whatnot, and we laid an egg and we won't do it next year. We, we, this won't happen again. Like, where's that? You know, like seriously, like like Mike, this is probably next year is your last year. Chris, you remember who was the Giants coach? He passed probably away. His last year, uh, Fossil, um, Jim, Jim Fossil. Fossil. Yeah, remember Jim Fossil was in hot water with the Giants. Remember that? Oh yeah. And he pounded on the podium and said, "I guarantee you, we make the playoffs." Remember that? Yeah. Because he already knew if they didn't make the playoffs, he's going to get whacked he's anyway. Gone. Right. And Mike McCarthy, if you can sit here and think that. If they don't make the playoffs or they have another first-round exit, you're sticking around? No, I'm just saying, Chris, he's not sticking around. So I would have rather had him say, I'm going to take this. We weren't prepared out of the gate. We didn't make the necessary adjustments with the offense because we couldn't move the ball. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. And we didn't give ourselves a shot at the end zone at the end because we didn't execute properly. That's what I want to hear. Not, oh, they were nervous. They had some angst. Yeah, I don't want to say yeah, nervous. That, that, can that, we hear that, Chris? Rob, and everything. It. Yes. Like, McCarthy, it seems like players like him. You know, maybe Aaron Rodgers notwithstanding, I don't know. But it seems like players he, I don't like think him. Aaron Rodgers hated them. I think there were no, just issues with yeah, play calling. Was, he was raved to get rid of him, yeah. And, yeah. and it needed to be done, obviously. But, yeah, it seems like over the years, McCarthy's been a players coach. We talked with Greg Jennings. You know, players, ex-players I talked to seem to really like him. This is the type of comment, Rob, though, that if I was a player, then I would be, I would be like looking at you funny. I'm serious, like, because that makes, I think that makes them appear weak-minded, Rob. You were nervous in a playoff game at At home home. (laughs) against a wild card and with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback. Now, what in the world would you have done if Aaron Rodgers steps into the building or you step into his building or Tom Brady? Are you going to wet yourself? I know. I mean, so I'm, if I'm a player, I'm looking at this like, oh, I'd rather you say the truth, which is we didn't execute. The truth, which is, look, they, they punched us in the face, and it took us a while to recover. 
We didn't come out ready to play. Whatever. But nervous? Yeah, They've been playing this game their entire lives. I, what, I, what is there to be I, nervous about playing in front of 100,000 fans in your building, Chris? Everybody, right. you, just, you just waxed Washington with 50-some-odd points. Wasn't that two weeks ago? Yeah. What it, was it, that? If there were nerves, and again, I'm with you. I don't think there were. But I would, if there were, that's Jerry Jones's fault for creating. And I keep pounding it, but it's just so strong of a feeling that I have now. This dude creates so much drama. The, the Cowboys, Rob, more than a football program or organization, they are a soap opera that is set in a football setting. You know how Bull Durham was about more than baseball? Yeah. But it was set in baseball. But it, it was, was really a romantic comedy, about, right? right? Yeah, yeah. That's what the Cowboys are. They're not a they're not a all strictly football. They're a soap opera in, in a football setting. Yes. You know, but that's what they are. And so I that's a problem and I think that's a big issue and I I don't think they are ever going to win this thing with Jerry Jones. I, I don't either. Does, I mean, Chris, it's 26 years. I mean, how much proof do you have? Thanks. And the only common denominator, they've been through coaches. Even Bill Parcells coached there. I mean, right. they've been not, through they've a million coaches. Guys. Yeah. Yes, come on. It's, it's ridiculous. Tony Romo put up these ridiculous numbers, could never win, right? Yep. Uh, it's just something that's just it, it, the organization, and it starts at the top. I keep saying it. They run it like a mom-and-pop store. And, that's, and if you keep doing that and refuse to turn it over – to football people, Jimmy Johnson was a football guy, Chris. Simple. Yep. Yep. Simple. And Jerry, Jerry, if you're listening, you're going to get credit if you win. You're going to get credit if you win. If you don't talk all year, if you don't go on the rate your radio show, if you don't hold court outside of the locker room and your team wins, guess what? You're going to get credit. Cause that's what he wants, Rob. No, I get, that's what he he's wants. already Besides Chris in the Hall of Fame. I don't. He's right. already. He's already. Like, I mean, it's great for business, right? Right. Is it, I mean, I, Rob. They may be. I mean, obviously, you think if they won a few Super Bowls, they'd be more valuable. But their their value is sky high. There today, yesterday, everybody's talking about them. We're not talking about all the other teams that lost for the most part, but we're, everybody's talking Cowboys. Well, uh, because and too, it's good for business, but right. like I said, it's a soap opera. Soap opera is good for business. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You're turned away in. How much of a role did Jerry Jones and the circus he creates play around the team, play into the Cowboys performance on Sunday. And are you buying Mike McCarthy's spiel? They were nervous. Your turn to weigh in. I right, couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... 
I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever you get your podcast from. Alex is the best. Can you see him at a Baptist church on a Sunday, Chris? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would kill it. Rocking. Rocking. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Chris and Rob, Worship Wednesday. If you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone. I say it a lot, but it's true. Try it. Test me. You won't be disappointed. It's your battery solution and America's number one battery destination, AutoZone. 877-99 on Fox. You're starting to weigh in. Do you think the Cowboys were nervous? Or did Mike McCarthy just stick his foot in his mouth? Chris, real quick, let's give an odd couple shout-out to uh, one of our biggest fans, Michael Roberts. He's on the beach at the Ashton Waikiki Beach Hotel. Wow. In Hawaii, getting some sun, listening to the Odd Couple. Wow. Thank you, brother. Which is pretty nice. Thank you, Michael. He's listening on Fox Sports 990 in Hawaii. Fox Sports 990 in Hawaii. Thank you, Michael. Love it. Love it. uh, Michael Roberts. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Let's get to the calls. How about Brett in Texas? You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Brett? Hey, Rob. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are great. Great to have you. Don't make it your last time. Sure. I've been listening to you guys for a while now. Um, uh, I grew up in Texas, and I was, you know, 10 years old when the Cowboys won that first Super Bowl. Um, and you guys hit the problem on the head. It's, it's definitely Jerry Jones, and we hear that around here a lot. Yeah, no, I, I just, it, 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 I'm sorry. It just, it's got to be frustrating, you know, like when you have an owner like that and you have this team and it just can't get to where it, it, it wants to go. And every year people keep saying, oh, yeah, this is the year. Remember, Chris? Oh, yeah, they, yep, they're going to be a yep. tough out. They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Look, that defense is good. Look at what Dak did against Washington. They rolled up. All, they, they can't be stopped. All this, that's what we heard. And then they had another stinker. No doubt. No doubt. Good call. I, mean, at, I agree with you. At some point. Thomas in the Bay Area, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Thomas? What up, fellas? What up? Uh, I just want to say, uh, to echo the first caller, it, the buck stops with Jerry. You know, he's the owner, and he's made it clear for the last 30-plus years. He runs the show from who he hires, who he fires. Uh, he wants player personnel input. And he's the only owner in sports where he draws a more media crowd for questions than players and coaches. So yep. it's on him, you know, and that's, it is what it is. Exactly right. E- Look, well, even Mark Cuban, who's obviously in Dallas with the Mavericks, and he talks to the media, um, but he's, Rob, he still isn't out there like Jerry. You know what I mean? Can, like, you know what? He, Let me give an example, still Chris. close to out there like Jerry. I got an example. George Steinbrenner, when he first bought the Yankees, was out front a lot. Yep. He finally he got baseball people, like Chris, right? But he find, And they weren't winning. Remember, they were buying everybody, all the free agents. The Yankees went 17 years without winning. 
And then he got baseball people, Gene Michael in the front office. You know that Bob Watson was hired as a, he got baseball people. Right. And guess what? The Yankees' fortunes turned around and they started winning. I'm, I, yep. You got to step away. Yes, it's not, absolutely. That's it's not what example. you do, Jerry. It just isn't. I know you played football in college and you feel like, you know, you got the game and you know the game. <laughs> Stop it. Mark in Sacramento, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, gentlemen? What's going I on, wanna gentlemen? How are you? Take a quick, pretty good. I want to take a quick second to apologize to Mr. Broussard by using the term uh, slave and crackhead last week. No black man should be called that in America today, and I apologize, Chris. No, um, it's except, did you, I, I didn't, did he use, did you use that when I was on? Yeah, I called I remember, you a, I a number. You coming hard at me, but I I took it in yeah, love. Yeah, it was just it, it was just in it wasn't it wasn't in uh you know with any I, malice Those didn't to even it. register with yeah, me. Mark. It wasn't, I didn't, it was yeah, not I didn't with take malice. it like any like that. So it's all good, man. But uh, you got it. Yeah, but I appreciate you your sentiment for sure. No problem. Uh, hell yes, it's Jerry Jones, man. He's he's been this way since. You know, since he got rid of Jimmy Johnson because Jimmy Johnson was getting too too much of the credit, he needed to be out front. Yep. He's, a, he's a hype machine who can't shut up. When you're a hype machine and you continuously have to be a hype machine, pubbing your Cowboys up, it's going to put pressure on the team. You're yep. always in the media. You're always got a Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. What do you think that does to young players? And if anybody should have been nervous, it shouldn't have been those guys playing at home. It should have been the 49ers because yes. the only guy that's been to the playoffs is Jimmy G. The rest of those dudes are young, and they came out and kicked their ass. They should have been nervous, but they uh, weren't. So, yeah, I, I can't buy, I'm there. with you. I can't buy that those guys were nervous playing at home in front of their crowd against a team that had to have a miraculous comeback, Chris, to even make the playoffs. Right. And if they were, it's Jerry's fault. Right. Mark's right on the main. Too much hype, man. Super Bowl or bust. Like, you make things way more important than they are. Players, Rob, a lot of times like to decrease the importance, right? Oh, it's just a regular game. I'm just going. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't want to get caught up in all the hoopla and the but hype. You don't have to keep doing you might that not and do your thing. And also, and he Chris, hypes sometimes, it up, so you can't do that. And also, sometimes he puts expectations on a team that's not really Super Bowl worthy. Like, right. like that. And of course, everybody wants to win the Super Bowl, but you don't have a roster. You right. don't have that and team. They, they look. They got talent, but let it. No, come. I'm not don't, saying this year, but to, I mean in right. general when they're always trying to put the Cowboys like they're going to the Super Bowl every right. year. All right, we got DeMarco Farr, Super Bowl champion, speaking of the big game, coming up next. He's also a Rams radio sideline analyst, so you know we're going to get into the Rams. But first... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are live on the Worship Wednesday from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest is a Super Bowl champion. And now a Rams radio sideline reporter, DeMarco Farr. DeMarco, what's happening, brother? Welcome what's to happening? the Odd Couple. Gentlemen, what's happening? What in the world did I just follow? I don't think <laughs> I've ever followed that comment ever. <laughs> no, you know what? Michigan just pay, is paying a half a billion dollars to this doctor that molested all these football players and, and, and athletes on campus. And they uh, say that, that Bo Schembechler – knew and they were, was told and turned a blind uh, eye because the doctor was a friend of his. And and, oh, and now the university's on the hook for half a billion dollars. 
Wow. Well, thank you for context. No, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's, you need it on that. The last comment. Right. No doubt. You need <laughs> it on that. All right, brother. Well, thank you for joining us. Let's get to the Rams. And um, obviously a big game with Tampa Bay coming up. Um, the Rams' defense was this, one of the big stories out of that blowout of Arizona. What snapped? Because we've all, all year we've been saying, Man, the Rams' defense has dropped off. It's fallen off, even though they, they still were, got these they were great number players. one and they last added year. A, a few like right. Von Miller, but that looked like on on Monday night the Rams' defense from a year ago. What snapped, or what did they do to get back to that level? And do you think they'll bring that again this weekend? You know, I, I never had the the defenses falling off thing with them. I, I've seen them put in some bad situations. You know, Matthew Stafford went through a turnover phase uh, through a three-game losing streak where uh, they kept getting short fields against good football teams, good running football teams, and, you know, that's going to hurt your numbers. Uh, but I thought this defense has always been opportunistic and good. I mean, you still haven't figured out a way to block Aaron Donald. He's still one of the best in the business, if not the best. And Jalen Ramsey is right behind him, as far as football players are concerned. So I never saw them as falling off. I saw a bad situation. So, Going to this weekend versus Arizona, great opponent. Um, I just talked to a coaching friend of mine, and it, it seemed like Arizona showed up with their backs back. They, they didn't have much. So it was a great opponent wow. for them to look good against, really. Um, it, it I agree with that. Co- I think it was yeah. more Arizona than it was the Rams. They didn't play. They, did, they didn't show up. It was going to require Kyler Murray being special. Now, go back to that first meeting uh, when he just ran around the field. I said, look, if he can keep this up, for 17 weeks or whatever remaining, this guy's going to be MVP. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's a tough task. So, he wasn't special. The Rams' defense was opportunistic. Von Miller is rounding in the form. Uh, that helps out the pass rush. So, they're gelling at the right times, and they're getting the right pass rush, uh, uh, you know, explosion from the right people at the right moment. The only thing I'll push back on is they were the number one defense coming into the, NFL, coming into the playoffs last year. Right. They're 17th this year. And they did get their butts kicked by San Francisco in the second half. Oh. And the de- they were up 17 nothing in the game that they had never lost under Sean McVay leading at the half. So, I, 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 you know, you say the defenses didn't fall off or whatever. I disagree. The defense coming into that game didn't look good at that get last game for San Francisco. Are you guys boxing fans by any chance? Yes, like, I, uh, we both okay, are. Okay. okay, so Muhammad Ali, right? He had his Ken Norton. That's San Francisco for them. I can't. I cannot answer why San Francisco just hands it to them. But it's been like that for a while. Uh, that's a personal situation. So San Francisco aside, I thought the defense played great. Uh, it could have been worse. They could have been ranked, you know, even lower than what they are now if they weren't as good because the offense kept putting them in bad situations during a three-game losing streak. But look, if Matthew Stafford doesn't turn it over, if he plays the game and like you just saw, a good, clean, efficient football game, and you can run the football and at least keep it balanced, and you have to play field position. You saw what this team can do. Uh, They can get after anybody. They're pretty good at stopping the run, and they can really rush the passer. So uh, I think the next week versus Tampa, this will be the true test. If you can flatten out Tampa's run game and get after Tom Brady, then we can start saying they're as good as last year. Well, I'll say I, I think Sean McVay finally pulled back on Stafford uh, he only threw 17 passes. They didn't need to. They ran the ball. They got a lead, you know, and they didn't put in it, didn't do anything crazy. Right be- before the half, they could have tried to go for it or 
you know, make it even bigger. And they just decided we're going to settle and run the football and we'll take the field goal, but we're not going to let them get back in the game. Did you see it like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, go back to that San Francisco game. I'm still hot about it. And remember when Kevin Gilbride or uh, when uh, Buddy Ryan punched Kevin Gilbride back in the yes. day? Uh, you had San Francisco down 17 nothing, And it was a third and one situation. And Sean McVay decided he wanted to empty the backfield and go deep and got sacked. Yep. That gave them all the momentum, and they came rushing back. So part of that is still there. Uh, he's still battling his own demons as a coach, being way too aggressive. And I think Matthew Stafford is kind of an example of that. But when they take it away from the quarterback, when they put Matthew Stafford's back to the, to the defense, hand it off, four off play action, the guy can get it anywhere. And the offense functions through him, and he can get the ball anywhere. But didn't they bring in Matt Stafford? That was the thing, like, so Sean McVay could let loose. And do things yeah. he did, felt like he couldn't do with Jared Goff. And he can. I mean, you've seen it. I, I wish Deshaun Jackson wouldn't have made that decision. I wish he would have stayed here. You saw it early when Matthew Stafford was on everybody's shirt list for MVP candidates early in the year, that first seven-game win streak. The guy can get it down the field. Uh, it's not anything against Jared Goff. This guy, Matthew Stafford, has a world-class arm. I mean, his arm talent is unparalleled. Yeah, but he, he also turns the ball over a lot and he puts can, you in a bad can, spot. He can do that. He, he can do that. He can be over-aggressive. I think that's kind of residual value from being in Detroit where he felt like he had to do everything. No, no, you've got all pros on this football team. This is different. Settle down. We can run it. If the defense, your opposing defense is, I guess, locking you up, you can punt. You can play defense and win an right. ugly football game. You did that in Baltimore. So, it's still the first year for Matthew Stafford here in L.A. I think he's starting to get it now. All right, that's DeMarco Farr, Super Bowl champion. Appreciate Rams you, my man. Thank you. Analyst. We appreciate it. Yes, great stuff. Oh, man, anytime. Give me a call, man, anytime. Thanks. We'll, All right. Yeah, we'll do it. Shekel City's coming up, and the Philadelphia Eagles say Jalen Hurts is their QB1 of the future. I just but threw up on my them? fake chicken that I threw up on earlier. <laughs> More I'm actually eating chicken. spaghetti, Rob. Is it fake? Spaghetti. Yeah, it's vegan. Is it really? It, it is delicious. I told Chris, you I'm really leaning in on the plant-based stuff. What? And I feel What's, great. When we go out to when we go out when we go out to lunch next week, I'm eating red meat. I already meat. got the restaurant. Vegan Where we going? City. Vegan no, we're not going there. <laughs> I want to go to a real. Are you gonna cheat me? <laughs> we'll see. We'll compromise. All right, I right, couple keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. You gotta have the bones. You gotta have the structure. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the I couple. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we are brought to you by one of your favorite cities, our favorite cities too, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, competition, it is always on, folks. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas, so make sure to plan your trip today at visit at visitlasvegas.com. Shekel City, folks, is now. Welcome to Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Shackle City, soon to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. Indeed, Chris, last night, two and one in my three picks. And of course, 
Duke was the one that lost. I had Duke minus five at Florida State. They lose by, I think it was a one-point loss yep. for Duke. Uh, but I did have the Hurricanes, and I had the Knicks plus three, and the Knicks lost by two. Right? That was a good game. Yeah. It went back Knicks and forth Wolves. at the end. Don't look now, Rob, but the Tim- guess where the Timberwolves are in the West? Where? They're the seventh seed. Are they really? Wow. Yes. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Absolutely. All right, here we go, so Chris. I got I'm, I'm, some more college games I've been mixing into the mix. All right, my best bet tonight, Nets plus one at the Wizards. They need a win. They lost to the Cavaliers on the road. I just got one of those plus one. No big deal. Uh, Nets plus one. That's my best bet. I also have NC State plus two at Virginia Tech. I mean, uh, hosting Virginia Tech. And Wake Forest minus two and a half at Georgia Tech. So there you go. Nets plus one. North Carolina State plus two and Wake Forest minus two and a half. And Chris, as always, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you who Thank I bet. God. All right. And there you go. Shekel I've been City. winning money, man. Come on now. You got to give me a little. A little y- yesterday, you told me you lost four hundred fifty dollars. No, I said I, mean, I, I know the you that's like 45 cents. Yeah, right. But I'm yeah, just saying. that's like you 45 cents. That's four point <laughs> five cents for Chris Broussard. <laughs> All right, Rob, uh, in Philadelphia, they came out strong on behalf of Jalen Hurts. They're excited he led them to the playoffs. And they were asked, GM Howie Rosen, Roseman and the coach Nick Sirianni were asked, is Jalen your quarterback of the future? And uh, basically, here's what Howie Roseman said. We talk about Jalen and the growth he had, really a first-year starter, second-year player, leading this team to the playoffs. We're tremendously impressed by his work ethic and leadership. The last time we talked was during camp, and we said we wanted to see him take the bull by the horns, and he certainly did that. The reporter said, is that a yes, Roseman? Yes. Now, remember, Roseman is the one that talked glowingly about Carson Wentz. Before he got also rid of gave him. him that big contract, but said, remember that quote? He's like the fingers in, on your hands. Right. You can't even imagine they're not here. And then uh, shortly thereafter, traded him to Indianapolis. So take that with a grain of salt. And you got to. Look, Rob, they said the right thing. Right now, he's our quarterback. There's nothing no, else to say. No what else could they say? Right. What else right. could they say? There's, but, but, Chris, let's just be honest. You could like him a lot, and you like his intangibles. That's you. I do. But there are other things there that are glaring. Can you really – if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, now you just want to be in the mix – you got to be able to throw the football at some point. Right. And he has to improve on throwing the football as a Absolutely. quarterback. I'm, that's all. I'm not trying to say he can't play. He has success in college, Chris. But you got to be better at throwing the football. Once you become one-dimensional and everybody knows what you're going to do, it's hard to win consistently, even their run to the playoffs. Go look at the schedule. They didn't right. beat anybody. Well, like you said, that's seven. Look, they're, the particularly – in the NFC. Now, Pittsburgh wasn't a great team, but I don't necessarily feel like that seventh seed was going to be a bad ball club. Like, well, if Indy had gotten in there, in there, it wouldn't, or the Ravens, you know what I'm saying? That Those are pretty good teams. But in the NFC, Rob, that seventh seed was going to be bad, period. And that's how Philadelphia got in. And Jalen Hurts, I do like his intangible. I think he's a leader. I think he's a hard worker. I think, you know, the guys in the locker room like him and he's high character and all that, smart. 
But, Rod, he doesn't run, obviously, as well as Lamar Jackson. He doesn't throw as well as Lamar Jackson. And Lamar had a rough season, right? Lamar last year had a, you know, it wasn't a bad season, but it got rougher for him. And so Jalen Hurts has got to, got to improve his passing. And I don't know if he can or not. Yeah, he, he might not, Chris. To, you know what? Right. That, that's fair. Sometimes you can't teach that. Right. Oh, it's not right. It's not easy at all. So he might not be able to improve, but they better try. And and Rob, any team out there in this situation with this type of quarterback, not a running quarterback, but a guy that's okay, if you're not kicking the tires on Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, I don't know what you're doing. I'm sorry. So I, they should do that. They won't get them, but they should try. All right, keep it locked. We got two hours left. Odd couple.